1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, December 14th, 2023. And one of your hosts, Blessing, Adelie Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. Tim ma bugging Gettys.
0: Making my return. The Return the of Funny Games Daily Stage. I haven't seen you in like over a week. It feels like.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. Right? You, Dude, went, what happened? you went down to LA.
0: I got a little cold, uh, and so I've been like trying to rock that off. But I'm I'm back. I'm feeling good now. I'm in that like that that post cold feeling where yeah. I'm just like I feel drippy. You I know feel what that. Mean? Yeah, you don't As feel a clean. Person. Uh, but yeah. But Barry made this joke earlier, but now I need to. It's being a drip though.
1: Mm-hmm. What's going on? Oh here? Oh my God. Let me, let let me tell on? you. Let me tell you. This Tekken 8 jacket mm-hmm. I got from the Tekken Preview event. Yeah. And is this, man, Bandai Namco they've done this new thing now Where I don't know if it's new But like they apparently they just have jackets for every preview event So like the last one I went to was Armored Core mm-hmm. And I came back with an Armored Core jacket that I love and adore This Tekken 8 Bomber jacket is probably my favorite Bomber jacket that I don't know
0: we gotta, we It's gotta so keep fucking you. cool
1: Yeah Bandai, please send me to every Bandai Namco preview event
0: Does Bandai Namco make the uh, uh, Dragon Ball
1: Yes Tenkaichi games? Uh, you know I believe so because, I mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's a jacket and you need. If I need. come back <laughs> with, a, with a Dragon Ball Sparking Zero bomber jacket, I'm going to be I'm gonna be acting different. Like, you definitely I'm going to be walking into the studio different. Yeah. Like My whole swag is going to change based off of that. I
0: can't wait. I'll become that, insufferable. In the presence of you. <laughs> insufferable. <bless>. On, I'm having <laughs> like sparking,
1: sparking Zero Publishers. Namco Bandai. Boom,
0: motherfucker. Namco Bandai.
1: That's what it says on the thing. Is Namco that what they are Bandai. now? Yeah, did they change back? Did they change, change again? Because, yeah, didn't they change already?
0: Well, they changed many moons ago, to Bandai Namco. I don't
1: Hold know. On. If I go to the... No, the website, their official website says Bandai Namco. Okay. It was yeah, just a thing nice. on Google that said Namco Bandai, so I don't know what that's about. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Good. I'm all dripped out. This, this chain that I'm rocking, which is a new chain for me also, is one that I got for the Game Awards. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and I love it.
0: It's very shiny. Yeah. I like that.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Cool. Also, I respect the pink bomber jacket as no always. pink boy.
0: I do Looking pink great.
1: things. Tim, enough about all that. How's
0: for you, Barrett? Let's... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I swing to the camera. Okay, <laughs> it was like perfectly timed. <laughs> but it was also just, I'm a pink boy. I do pink things.
1: Oh, no, man. That's what pink boys do. It's you do Thursday. pink things. Yeah, good for me. He's drippy. You know, what, what do you expect from Tim Geddes on a Thursday? Uh, today's stories include A24 is making a Death Stranding movie. Possibly more wow. God of War stories to come and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. Live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you, through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kindofunny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you. A new of X-Cast is up about Xbox at the Game Awards. You can go check that out. YouTube.com slash games. Also, look at Gary wearing this festive um, uh, Christmas sweater. Is that AstroBot? What is? No, uh, fall that's guys. Fall, fall Guys. Yeah. Damn. Tim might be right about the Astrobot design. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was straight up like, Fucking oh, that's, that's the boy. <laughs> that's the boy. Don't um, give into to Tim's hate, him. Hey, man. No, I, I for one love the Astrobot design. But it, it is, though, like, it's the fact that Astrobot does cute things. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he'd be Carlton dancing. Why well, like he be, that? He'd be dressing up as Aloy. You know? Like he Cool. Cute. Yeah. But Tim's over here just hating on the design. I won't stand for that.
0: I don't like it. I do not up. like it. You know what I did like yesterday's episode of Games Daily? Yeah, I think everyone should go go listen to that if you haven't with already.
1: Tam and Andy.
0: Oh, that one was okay. That one was okay. <laughs> Two days ago, when it was you and Greg. Oh, nah, oh yes. jokes! I haven't listened to Tam and Andy. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Andy hosted for the first time. That's really Which, exciting. I don't think that was the first
1: time. Yeah, he's such a fuck. Yeah, no, I remember during pandemic. I think I was sick, or my mm. no,
2: I think my. There was also a KFAF uh, takeover game. Yeah, where was. he hosted with Nick.
1: Yeah, well, and I also remember, yeah, my like my internet cutting out and him, him having to host. It's so with Greg. it's
2: so infrequent that any time he hosts, it is the first time. You know,
1: we should keep that
2: going. There was a good there was a good energy yesterday. It was also uh, my first day back in office uh, for for the entire week because I was at home editing stuff. And so because of that, of course, a bunch of technical things are like going wrong. So then like Andy and uh, Tam are just like sitting there for a while. And then we <laughs> had to like then we started Games Daily. And then we had to restart Games Daily a few minutes in. It was a whole. Fucking vibe but uh i I think that made for a fun episode between them can i I call out this
1: chat that says i don't know we're not supposed to pay attention to the haters but i'm doing it Uh uh-oh blessing is hosting hopefully he reads more than the headlines what does that mean i'm gonna bite
0: my tongue for how angry that makes me let's just move on i feel like
2: we read sometimes too much on the show but we do it just so we have all the info out there (laughs) i've only ever heard you read headlines and never any news stories on this i put together
1: every episode of this show is put together by me (laughs)
0: Read more. I don't know. Fucking I don't read fucking more. Tell plus. you.
1: God read a God fucking book, dude. It. God dang it. Um, but yeah, no. I, for me, that episode of Games Daily on Tuesday, probably one of my favorite episodes ever. It was cause great. It was like it was one of those ones where the the topic of conversation was so meaty that it had to take up the full episode, right? Like we were on story number one for the first full hour of the show. So much so that we cut an ad break in the middle and just continued talking about it. And it was like you know we spam the spam. We ran the um. Yeah, ran the gamut. Yeah, yeah, we did that about you know E three um, dying, what E three means, the Jeff Keeley of it all, and also like how that kind of um, leans into the Game Awards and the status of it all. Um, what did you think of that episode? I'm not going to talk to you about this topic.
0: The, the episode of Games Daily? Yeah. Okay, incredible. I thought you guys did great. I love that there's different perspectives. And I, I think that that's just really what this comes down to is like, at the end of the day, it's all just opinions about this stuff because sure. that's what we're talking about. There is no award show that actually works for everybody because what everybody expects and wants out of an award show is going to be different. And uh, one, what, one person wanting every single speech to be 10 minutes and everyone to get that and have their moments, uh, so many people don't want that at all. They'd rather just have this or just have that. And with the state of the games industry of what the games industry is and always has been is different than the other industries. So there's overlap. There is similarities, but games are the only thing that have advertisements the way that they do. And mm-hmm. because like we don't get movie trailer E3s, you know, mm-hmm. there's like CinemaCon, there's things like that, that maybe a, uh, a studio will come forth and yeah. like, there's like marvel at
1: comic-con sometimes yeah
0: but but even then though like com- like all of that is that's it's different right like sure. i feel like it's very rare that you get like a a um press conference type thing of yeah, like hey here's, here's a g-. bunch of trailers and i mean we can use marvel as an example but really they've done that like four five times ever mm. like and they're like the only example right whereas games how many showcases are there Eight In a year. year you know Um, so anyway, I I think that it, that it's very, very nuanced, but I I tweeted out, uh, about the conversation of all this, where it's just like, like everyone has opinions on all this stuff. It's the same thing as like, look at our MCU ranking list. It's a goddamn disaster, but that's what it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that. It's a group of people giving their opinions. And then when you take a group of people's opinions, it turns into a new opinion. And then I have opinions on that, but guess what? It's totally valid because it represents the group of people that (laughs) voted
1: 1000% yeah go check out tuesday's episode of kind of funny games daily if you want to hear our opinions inform your opinion about our opinions (laughs) uh we got a new kind of funny podcast up where greg miller picks a fight with god uh that's up over on youtube.com slash kind of funny classic greg Uh, a new kind of Feudy poll is up right now you can find it on my twitter uh, and fill it out if you want to help determine the answers on a future kind of funny trivia game it's also up on patreon i believe for everybody on patreon if you want to if you don't have Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it uh, and you want to go find it there, uh, you can find the poll, fill it out, and yeah, help determine the answers. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton and Laney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Xreal, Zbiotics, and BetterHelp, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today.
2: A big game! does
1: it starting with our number one a god of war ragnarok dev teases there's more story to come after valhalla dlc credits rolls uh, this is wesley yinpool at ign and don't worry we won't have valhalla spoilers because i for one have not finished valhalla <laughs> and so you don't have to worry about that uh, as players battle their way through the just released god of war ragnarok dlc one of its developers has teased there's more to come from the story after the credits roll the Valhalla DLC adds a roguelike mode to Sony Santa Monica's uh, hugely popular action adventure, but it also contains a surprising amount of story which was the focus of senior writer Orion Walker's post on X slash Twitter that certainly set the cat among the pigeons within the God of War community. Thank you for phrasing it that way. I, I love that phrase because it always comes out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know? But like, it's so visual. And like nobody ever says that phrase like in casual conversation. Yeah, I only that's ever a read it. ass writing thing. Yeah, that's like something that's like I'm putting I'm putting pen to paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I, can, I need a good phrase here. Here. send the cat among the pigeons uh, quote you really think the credits are the end of the story question mark Walker asked come on come on now uh, what's Walker teasing here IGN won't include Valhalla spoilers here but it's worth noting the DLC serves as an epilogue to the events of God of War Ragnarok and it seems the DLC's credits are worth soldiering through too some fans are taking Walker's comments as a fun hint at a third God of War uh, game in the latest in this latest uh, version of the series Tim Have you gotten a chance to pick up Valhalla yet?
0: I have not because the Pokemon Teal Mask or Indigo Disc DLC dropped. What's wrong with you? I've (laughs) been playing that. Yeah, no, haven't got to play this yet. Very, very excited. Um, When it was first announced, I was like, oh my God, we're getting God of War DLC. This is incredible. Mm -hmm. And then by the time the trailer ended, it was like, okay, it's just a mode. Mm -hmm. I'm less excited. I want to give this a shot, but I'm less excited. Seeing all the tweets and people playing it now and be like, no, 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 no. no, no. no, no. This is real shit. I'm like, this is kind of best case scenario. Like a roguelike mode in God of War with new story. Yeah. Let's go, baby. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to get my hands on that.
1: I have so much, so many opinions on it. Um, mostly good opinions, mostly exciting stuff of like you know, I'm, we're doing our God of War, Ragnarok, Valhalla, either review or impressions. I don't know where Greg's at with it, but we're doing that as a PSL of that we're gonna record later today. Uh, so I'm gonna try to save some of my impressions for that. But what makes me happy and excited about this mode, and after playing through it, I put in about uh, four to five hours into it so far, and that was mainly just yesterday of me just sitting and playing through a lot of it. Um, what I really appreciate about it, and what I appreciate about what we've been getting a lot lately out of DLC drops slash modes, is that they stick with, at least for me, they've stuck with me and they've been um, more worthwhile than just, hey, here's an extra four hours of DLC slash story, right? Like for me, I go back to something like Ghost of Shima Legends, which was a multiplayer mode that was added in, into that game months later. That was, here's a bunch of co-op missions, here's a raid, here's a bunch of like other stuff that you can do, and it felt substantial enough to almost feel like its own game. And I think back in the day, in earlier eras, that probably would have been its own game that a lot of people would have ignored because it is, okay, well, oh, they're dropping a Ghost of Tsushima thing and it's multiplayer, but it's like the same exact mechanics. All right, cool. Like, that's like a PS2 era thing to do of like dropping another game that's basically the same game, but a different version of it. I like that, you know, for that one, it was, hey, it's free. Hey, it's part of the main experience and you can get into it's it free. and have fun with it. And God of War of Valhalla is a similar thing of, hey, this is a, this is a free, different mode that as I'm playing through it, I'm like, this could be its own full game. Like, you could maybe drop this as a standalone thing for 30 bucks it would make sense but i think where we're at with video games and we're at with like expanding on games right And expanding on content and especially like them putting out a game that is working off of all the same mechanics as god of war um, ragnarok it feels like such a above and beyond thing to go we are creating this mode that is different genre right it is roguelite it is you going through over and over again it is you getting the upgrades it is you slowly making uh, us slowly upgrading kratos to then get to a point and then start over and do it all again um but at the same time we're giving you a story that for many people and i imagine for a lot of god of war fans, is gonna feel like a wow like i can't believe you're just giving this to us um i've been best news ever yeah i've been blown away so far by the story i don't want to and i don't want to say much about it maybe we'll get into a deeper mps love you but it is like a wow like i wouldn't have expected i guess i could have expected this because like they've just been in the riding bag for the last couple of games but for what they're doing with this dlc and it being a free thing i'm like dang like this is really good this is really cool and this is really fresh um and you know to the point that's being made by orion walker here right the 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 dev uh, one of the devs here behind god of ragnarok on, uh, on the writing um yeah like i wonder what this means in terms of what more we're getting because again i'm not finished it so i don't know what the ending stamp is i feel like I, I for me i read this and i go well and plenty of roguelites that you play you f- quote unquote finish the roguelite and then what do they what do they do they're like hey go back in for more story and more details so i wouldn't be surprised if there's like if he's alluding to maybe after you roll credits there are some more hidden story that you can find in the dlc but i also think the the chance of i don't know a god of war three or mm-hmm. a god of war like You know, sequel or follow-up, I you expect that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely. I I'm just so shocked that like this is the rollout that it seems to be this damn good and that it was free and such a surprise. Like we expected God of War DLC. I think all of us predicted it would be uh, announced at the Game Awards, but Mm -hmm. I don't think any of us would have predicted it was free. I don't think any of us would have predicted it was a roguelike. Like I think that like what what they did and and let alone with story elements and all of that, like. This is damn cool. And especially with uh last of us part two coming out uh next month, right? I yeah, think next month. Next month with the no return mode. Uh it's just very interesting to look at PlayStation Studios, the last the PS5 generation, really, um, and end of PS4, like where there was that transition period, and to look at Ghost of Tsushima and Legends and how they did that, uh, and to look at how they're supporting their big titles um with Horizon Forbidden West getting the Burning Shores actual dlc pack i just think it's cool that they're not treating it like a one size fits all like they're they're experimenting with like different verticals of follow-up content for their games um and i'm really interested in what's spider-man gonna do like what's insomniac gonna gonna have planned for for spider-man 2's expansion are they going to is it going to just be a, a dlc pack of like multiple DLCs like um, the city that never sleeps yeah. or is it going to just be one standalone thing or is it going to be a different mode uh, kind of like we're getting with Valhalla like I'm just interested that they, they seem to have the flexibility to try to do stuff and it so far have everything I've named has been successes
1: yeah and like I think for me I going back to the top to the top of my statement of me like really enjoying it being a different mode scenario than like even a standalone DLC. Cause I think those, the standalone stuff can be exciting. Like I think about Last of Us Left Behind all the time and how good that was. Um, but for me in the mod, in like, I guess the current era of games, the God of War Valhalla is gonna stick with me. Like I, so far in this experience, this is something that I, story wise, I'm gonna think about going forward, but then also it's a mode that I could see myself coming back to you because it is inherently different from what we get out of the single player stuff, right? Uh, I would say the same thing with Ghost of Legends when that dropped, that hit in a, in a different way than just single player Ghost because it's practically a different game. I, and I, Burning Shores and Iki Island with Ghost Shima, both really, really great expansions to those games. Those don't stick with me as much. I think for me, it is the- I feel like you talk about Legends. All the time. Well, no, no Legend, oh, Legends is great. No, I'm oh, talking gotcha, about Etheon, gotcha. yeah, 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 which okay, is like the yeah, different, yeah. like you know, area and like the different story thing, right? Those I don't think about as much, and I think that's more so for the thing of, I, it's more of the same. Like it's more, I am, I've, when I play through these main story games, right? When I play through the Goldstream single player mode, when I play through, the uh, what was the other one I just mentioned? When I play through these story modes for the for these games, right? I am Horizon. getting Horizon, thank you. I'm kind of getting that arc already of progression, story, like you know the mechanics like understanding what they are learning how to work with the um with these move sets and all that stuff i'm getting that arc out of a main game over the course of for those for those games right 20 30 40 hours and so when you drop a dlc that's six hours more of the same sort of flow it's harder for it to stick with me even though like i think i the horizon burning shore is like boss fight toward the end i really liked right and like the icky island the trippy stuff that happens there i liked right but with Valhalla and with Legends and with No Return, and even with like the seafood challenge rooms and like mm-hmm. the list goes on of different ways to twist your main gameplay into a, into a different thing. For me, it makes it way worthwhile. Like the Hitman freelancer mode is another one where I'm I i I'm gonna go back to that forever, right? Because it is a different way of looking at it. And it is like the roguelike thing of, oh, I can just play this at any time and enjoy myself. Yeah. I really like the fact that developers and studios are figuring out what are different ways to do this that aren't just story expansions. Because I think those are, those are cool oftentimes right but i like this like for me as somebody who is i'm almost more gameplay driven than story driven at times i like the idea of a different way to play these games and so i'm a fan of it i love it
0: yeah it's interesting having just played uh the dlc one of two for final fantasy 16 the fallen echoes of the fallen yeah Mm. um and it it is classic exactly what you were just explaining which is like all right cool we played through the 50-hour campaign of this game we were so embedded in it we all loved it so much fun, bosses, story, everything, I'm, I'm dialed in. Jumping back into that world, it takes a second for you to be like, I do not remember these controls. Like, how? what am I even doing here? How do I get my combos right? All that. It does eventually click, but I loved it. I had such a great time with it, and I would appreciate even more, and I can't believe we're getting more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of like, all right, cool. It's hard to kind of rectify fitting this into the experience I had six months ago uh, where it's like this. it does just kind of feel like, here's just more. And more is not always better. Even though I really, really enjoyed it, it's like it's just a funny thing. But I'm with you that like it's hard, if not impossible, to come out with like a DLC pack that is just more of the exact same thing when it's like so removed from the experience that you have of yeah. having that arc of playing
1: and that's my thing is like that when you do that it has to hit i think left behind hit right i think i didn't play under nightmare but i know under nightmare hit for people but that's also like a zombie thing that's, right? like, yeah. that's so different from what you get out of um you know standard red dead and so yeah i love how they're exploring this i also do want to give a shout out to like you know i know uh, with roguelites right it's either you love them or you hate them um but like i feel like a lot of what we're seeing lately with roguelites has been maybe like uh, I'm going to acknowledge that roguelites have, you know, been around forever. I made a whole video essay about roguelites. I think you can probably point to Hades and go, oh, Hades is where people really opened their eyes and went, oh, fuck. Like, we need to do some stuff like this. And, like, playing God of War, Valhalla, I know it's very direct because, you know, Greek mythology, Kratos, all that stuff. And so it's very easy to pull that um, connection. But I think the connection is there of, like, yo, Hades comes out and people on the mainstream level are falling in love with the roguelites right like we had dead cells before we had rogue legacy before we had so many really blind um, binding of isaac before right so many roguelites but i think now we're starting to see it even more on the AAA level because of something like hades coming through and having so much success and it makes me excited because i think a lot of these studios are le- learning the right thing um especially god of war especially sony santa monica with how they're doing valhalla and how story infused it is it feels like they took a lot of inspiration and like learned a lot of things from even just seeing the you're way getting Hades did. so done. hyped, man. This is did, awesome. Is. Yeah, dude, How does gonna, this exist? How does a Sony Santa Monica like God of War game do this? Ah, that's incredible. Yeah. And it's free! And, it's, and free. it's free. Also, shout out to Returnal. I know Returnal probably had a lot of influence for Sony Santa Monica as well. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for to hear what you think about it. Very, very it cool. Uh, for now, let's talk about story number two. Something else that's very, very cool. A24 is making the Death Stranding movie. This is Ryan Leston <laughs> at IGN. Say that again. Just read that headline again, bless. A24 is making the Death Stranding movie. What? Let's What world do we live in? A24, the studio behind Academy Award winning films such as Everything Everywhere All at Once, has announced a collaboration with Kojima Productions to adapt Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding into a live action feature film. I'm going to pause there. What was the movie they put out, what, two years ago that was adapted from the Twitter thread about the girl? Cat person. No, it was a girl who went to, like, Florida. She was a stripper. Oh, Zola. Zola. We saw that together. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That that, that movie was great. I really liked that movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was...
1: That's what I think about when I think about A24. <laughs> I know y'all think about everything everywhere. I think about Zola. We don't talk about Zola enough. That movie was fucking great. I think we talk about the exact right amount. <laughs> Zola was <it. laughs> great. Uh, here's the official blurb. Quote, the film promises to delve into the mysteries surrounding the apocalyptic event called the Death Stranding, which blurred the lines between life and death and brought forth nightmarish creatures into a world on the brink of collapse, end quote. And here's a quote from Kojima himself. Quote, A24 is born into this world about 10 years ago. Their presence is singular within the industry. They are like no other. The film they're delivering to the world are high in quality and very innovative. I've been attracted to their creations and they uh, have even inspired my they've even inspired my own work. Their innovative approach to storytelling aligns with what what Kojima Productions has been doing for the last eight years. Now, we are making a Death Stranding movie together. There are a lot of game adaptation films out there, but what we are creating is not just a direct translation of the game. The intention is that our audience will not only be fans of the games, but our film will be for anyone who loves cinema. We are creating a Death Stranding universe that that has never been seen before. Achievable only through the medium of film. It will be born end quote we're creating
0: a death stranding universe that's never been seen before achievable only through the medium of film
1: it will be born let's Bless. go we're getting what our first
2: mean? it means baby we're getting,
1: baby we're getting our first Strand film is what it means <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're already, we're t- guys we're already watching the movie we just don't know it yet uh, we're already also, in the movie it's crazy it really just hit me in like in the middle of his statement here what kojima productions has been doing for the last eight years i know what the fuck yeah, 2015. That's not right, right? Yeah, man. That lines
0: yeah. up. That's crazy. Barrett, uh, can you scroll down a bit? Because we need the people to see that Kojima and A24 have collabed uh, on some merch. I'm this so, is a Death Stranding A24
1: shirt. I'm so mad that it's sold out because I want this <laughs> shirt so badly. Dope, it's the, for audio listeners, it's the A24 logo, but you have like the Death Stranding, like the little, I guess, Friends. what? T- like, yeah, the strands that are like kind of <laughs> coming down from it. It looks so good. I I want this so much. I I mean I'm somebody who really enjoyed Death Stranding. I love death Stranding, actually, to even take it further. And I really like A24 movies as well. Um, I I am fascinated by what he said here about um the intention is that our audience will not only be fans of the games, but our film is for anyone who loves cinema. And then him also talking about um it not being a direct translation of the game and for it being for people who love the medium of film. Because I wonder if this is gonna be like all right, we're not talking about um, Sam Porter Bridges. (laughs) We're not talking, I forget how ridiculous some of these names are. We're not talking about Die Hard Man. You know, we're not talking about Mama. We are introducing new characters and we're taking place maybe in a different part of the universe or we're, you know, figuring out a story that is more translatable to film than to games. Because one of the things that I appreciate about Death Stranding is how much that game leans into its themes through its gameplay. And so... You build a bridge in your game, and that bridge shows up in somebody else's game, right? You like people's um, structures that they build. And, like, there is this level of connectedness because it's a game that is all about connectedness, right? And, like, that speaks so much through the mechanics, let alone, like, the struggle in the feeling of <laughs> transporting packages <laughs> across America, right? let hear that? me out. What's Hear up? me out.
2: You spill popcorn in your theater; it spills somewhere else in Whoa. someone else's theater. You,
1: I look down at my lap, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I didn't order caramel popcorn. Thinking What's going it, on?" <laughs> but yeah, like I don't think those are things you can do. I mean, those definitely aren't things you can do in a movie, right? Like you have to figure out the ways in which this world you've created and the story you're trying to tell can be told through a, a film. And I think that part of that is maybe finding a different story, maybe figuring out the universe of it all, as opposed to focusing in on Sam Porter Bridges.
0: Really interesting, man. Like yeah. I, I'm i so here for it. I was not into Death Stranding. It is it was just a little too open for me. It's very much not a Tim thing. Uh but uh A twenty-four death stranding movie, yeah. Day yeah. one, baby. I am so there. That sounds like it can be really special. Sounds like it's gonna be weird as hell. Which A
1: twenty four is good at. Yeah, they're you're, they you're are. a green knight sicko.
0: I am, I yeah. definitely am. I love eight twenty-four. I The the Kojima merch I was talking out there. For anybody interested, it's expensive, but the A24 merch store is simply unrivaled. Mm. Like they, any movie or any collab they do, they put out incredibly high quality, uh, whether it's like merch, like shirts and stuff, or like vinyl collections, or like I got the uh, Euphoria season one script collection, and mm-hmm. it is stunning. It is a centerpiece of my living room. Uh, well, but yeah, no, they do so much great stuff. Huge fan of A24. I feel like they swing and swing and swing. And they miss sometimes, but they hit so often. And I haven't seen every A24 movie, but I've seen a whole bunch of them. And when you see that A24 splash screen, you know you're in for something. Yeah. You know they've built that identity in a, in the same way Kojima's built an identity. You put those together, it's going to be kind of damn special, man. I wonder how involved Kojima's going to be. I wonder how involved he even can be with how much he has going on right now. Mm-hmm. Right? How many like? Yeah, I mean it's busy. M- multiple game projects more than we've ever known. Uh, Kojima Productions to be working on it at one point with Overdose and um, OD and um, Death Stranding, right? Yeah. So, add a movie on top of that. Whatever else is going on, it's going to be interesting. But I'm excited. Kojima's clearly wanted to make a movie for a very long time. He clearly is a is passionate about film and yeah. cinema. So, I and he's living his best is. life. Like he the really fact is. that
1: he's getting to work with a24 yeah. <laughs> on um, one of his own movies and then also work with jordan peele and, a, and apparently the avengers on a, a horror game right like that is so exciting like good for him like shout out to that but then also yeah what is this movie going to be like we talk about video game adaptations all the time because now we're in an age where we get last of Us, we get mario um and uh, sorry we get thank you we get twisted metal mm-hmm. um but, like, none of I don't, A24 hasn't done a video game adaptation, right? No,
0: because it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, because that wouldn't but make sense. But then you're like, oh,
1: wait, this makes sense. Yeah, so I like the fact that they look at Death Stranding and go, oh, this is the kind of thing that fits for us. And honestly, it is the kind of thing that fits for us, right? It's weird. It leans heavy on, like, its artistic intent, and... it it leans into the symbolism and like i think on in my opinion i think that's Stranding tells a very powerful story and has very powerful themes and like you know i think that stuff works um and so i'm very curious and excited to see whether or not it works on the film level you know like i think as much as i want this thing to be good and i think it's going to be good there's also a chance that it's not going to be good right and like i'm curious to see like what that leads into right if that if, if it comes out and it disappoints or it is fractured which honestly would I line. mean, I think
0: that I don't think that there's a chance in hell it's not like, like a
1: fraction, mean, like the, even reception. the game is right.
0: Yeah, I mean like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I don't think that the that there's a chance that this movie is just hundred. Everybody's like, collapse. oh, I love that. Yeah,
1: that's not a twenty thing. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you see this trailer for Civil War. I did. What do you think of it? I mean, I'm fucking in. <laughs> it, looks, it, looks, it looks so ridiculous, and I'm also in. And the it's cast also is insane. It, and it also speaks to like a twenty four is kind of expanding in terms of like the scope and like how heavy heavy like i think action y their, their films can be because i've always looked at them as like the oh man they're making the artsy stuff but then they put out everything everywhere and that movie is fucking actiony as hell yeah. and yeah this civil war movie almost looks like some it looks like um uh who's this uh, m night Shyamalan and fucking michael bay had a baby <laughs> like, it, it, it <laughs> strikes me as that okay and i'm like sure. all right cool y'all are making something here so good for y'all also didn't know iron claw was a 24. Mm-hmm.
2: now i gotta watch that movie oh yeah
0: you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, but I can't wait to watch it. Kevin and uh, Joey
2: uh, saw it last night, and Kevin had a real good time. Yeah. Devastating, though, he said. Devastating.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can imagine.
1: Bear, what kind of American are you? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, the idea it's a, it's of, a reference to
0: the Civil War. Of California and Texas being, <laughs> being the ones. The allies. Keep, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, there's something going on here. I, I understand that this is not going to be areas. for everybody, and it's like, yo, know, this feels a little too real and close to home because it absolutely is. But, like, they know that. That's the point. <laughs> so, like, when you look I, back in history at movies and, like, at the times they came out, it's funny because, you know, we're we're getting old less. We're now at the point now mm-hmm. that things are happening around us that's, like, history in the making that, like, mm-hmm. when we are little kids, we're not thinking about shit that way. You know what I mean? We're just living our damn lives. Now we're thinking about how things affect the future and the future future and all that shit, right? Yeah. You would go back and watch movies. We watch a bunch of interview movies that were made in, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, and you're just like... Oh damn, these motherfuckers were really saying something oh, yeah. about that time period, about what was going on right then, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> damn. That's but what Civil this is? War, like, that's
1: <laughs> thing is, but like my thing with Civil War is that it's so on the nose in a way that like there's gonna be a twist. There's gonna be a big twist that happens to them. There's gotta be a big twist. I imagine the that there will be. It's but so they got Jesse Plummin's <laughs> Those red sunglasses. Yeah, man. with the sunglasses holding the gun, being like, What kind of American art? Like, what's okay, what's really happening in this movie? That's what I want to know. I can't wait for this fucking movie. Because if it plays it straight, if that it really is the movie, I don't know if I have faith in that.
0: Because yeah, you know, I mean, and well, that's the thing is there was a there was a movie that came out like two or three years ago, um, with the 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 lead from Glow that's not Alison Brie. I always forget oh. her name. It's not Debbie. <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Hunts. Thank you, the Hunt. It, that was, hold on, let me, let me pull this up.
1: Let me say I thought it was Fort in Texas. No, they said California Gilpin? in Texas.
0: But yes, thank you. Betty Gilpin, who is fantastic. Uh, the Hunt is a 2020 American satirical action horror film uh, that, that stars Betty Gilpin and Hilary Swank, the Swank. Um, the plot is in a group chat, Athena Stone, uh, hold, hold on.
1: God, it always starts in the group chat.
0: Yep. They discuss an upcoming hunt of deplorables out of Manor. So you essentially like it. It's like a battle royale type thing where like they send people out to like hunt people down uh-huh. and like kill them like for fun and for sport. Love and that. the premise of it all was like. Very interesting. The trailers look great, and it was one of those things where like this is a little too close to home. This, this, like this feels like it could be real, and it's really scary. Mm-hmm. And it's like you all motherfuckers better have something to say with this. And by the end of the plus, they, they <laughs> they, did it. They, oh, they like, didn't have anything to say. It it, just like, Civil was, War can't be War, that. Yeah, that's the thing. Civil War cannot <laughs> be Civil the. War hunt, better man. have something to say. <laughs> like I, I, I remember it was me, Joey, and Gia. We watched that. and we, we, we left it like the whole time. We're like, okay, okay, yeah. there's gonna be something coming. There's gonna oh, it didn't. There's the credits. Okay, holy say, oh snap. Um, what's
1: his last movie didn't he make the movie men yes which i didn't watch i didn't watch that either chat (laughs) did people like men let me know while you're letting me know let me tell you about patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can go you can get shows like this one ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors
0: this episode is brought to you by Xreal. Turn any game you're playing from any console, PC, or handheld into a 130 inch virtual big screen with Xreal AR glasses. Available now at xreal.com and Amazon. Xreal AR glasses usher in the era of wearable displays and are perfect for gaming, watching movies and TV, working at a desk, or checking out augmented reality apps. Xreal AR glasses connect to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, plug directly into your Steam Deck, Rog Ally, PCs, Macs, iPhone, Android. Do you see where I'm going with this. Kevin Coelho has been playing with the new Xreal Air 2 Pro glasses and unsurprisingly is absolutely obsessed with them. It's
2: awesome. Lineup.
0: It's the big screen experience Experience perfect for using on the go or at home for playing games anywhere on the biggest screen possible the picture you see is crisp the built-in speakers give you rich audio the glasses are lightweight only two and a half ounces and because you control where the virtual screen appears you can rest your head neck and shoulders comfortably without getting any of that tech neck you get when you're staring down at a screen you can get your xreal ar glasses now at xreal.com or amazon this episode is brought to you by zbiotics we all have busy lives these days and we can't afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because a few drinks the night before zbiotics pre-alcohol is the answer we've all been waiting for zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic it was invented by phd scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking here's how it works when you drink Alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. ZBiotics Pre Alcohol Probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make ZBiotics Pre Alcohol your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Every time I have a Z-Biotics pre-alcohol before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. This holiday season, give your family a gift they'll actually want and use with Z-Biotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash kind to get 15% off your first order when you use kind at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash kind and use the code kind at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace, and it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced your trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny, betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny.
2: And we're back
1: and we have a report people in fact did not like men did not like men but apparently midsummer interesting according to sphinx and chat and also uh, according to average Joe, green night was incredible it was it is Forever will be, <laughs> <The> <laughs> let's, be let's move on to story number three next spider-man 2 update is likely coming in early 2024 insomniac says this is taylor lyles at ign Insomniac reveals that the next game update for Spider-Man 2 is targeting an early next-year release window. In a statement posted on X slash Twitter, Insomniac acknowledged that players were eagerly awaiting for new features such as New Game Plus and audio descriptions. However, the development team needs more time to tune the next update before publicly rolling it out to players, with a release window targeting early 2024. Insomniac also confirmed that it listened to player to feedback from players and is going to add highly requested features such as the ability to change the time of day and replay missions you previously completed.
0: Another Look. thing they announced so like the the features people want are being able to replay missions yeah. and change the time of day. Cool. Another thing is they're gonna you're gonna be allowed to change the colors of the tendrils.
1: I saw that. Yeah, and I'm
0: like, what huh? is that a thing that, is that people like, are like clamoring for? like Are they talking good for about adding it? But I just think that I
2: that's guess I don't strange. want
1: to spoil it, right? But like. What what?
2: <laughs> I mean my guess cuz we've seen it in trailers when you get the when Peter has the black suit mm-hmm. and some of the abilities he has where he shoots out like the weird tendril things where he picks a bunch of people up and throws them down my guess is changing the color of that for the weird tentacle freaks out there who See you know, I was thinking more they're like, so They're like they, they like their thing, you know.
1: See, I was thinking of a different thing and I don't I don't want to say cuz I I don't want to spoil things, but I do like the idea of if I could change my tendrils from black to red and, like, just cosplay Carnage, because that'd be sick as fuck. Then you have me.
0: I mean, that's probably, yeah. I imagine that's going to happen.
1: <laughs> is, I don't know, but I don't... I got, I'll got. DM it to you guys. Because yeah. I think it's going to be something way simpler than that. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't know. Who knows? L- whatever. So, this is weird to
0: me, just that, like, this doesn't seem like there's... I, I don't know why it's not available now
1: <laughs> it's because they want to celebrate christmas and other holidays no i get but, that these developers have a break tim yeah no no i, I feel I, I feel that for
0: sure but i i've always the, the new game plus thing to me i just don't really i i don't understand i don't understand what work needs to go into that, that but that's why i'm on this side
1: that's fair yeah <laughs> that's, that's, fair. Why, that's why I don't understand here. this.
0: um but yeah i don't know there's something about this of them like previously was it going to be this year like is this a delay or is yes, this an they, announcement
2: uh, when they um when the game released and it didn't launch with New Game Plus, uh, I think it was around the time of release that they were aiming uh, for New Game Plus to come into the game before the end of the year. Yeah. So
1: also, I was not putting yeah. KFGD what I was talking about with the with the tendrils. Yeah. Like does that make sense? That makes
2: sense, but I've got to add a little little bit more than just that.
1: Yeah. Know? I mean, listen, if I can have some like red or even like give me some green tendrils just cause create create my own characters yeah you know,
0: do my own I, I don't know man the new game plus thing to me we've talked about this before um like i i just feel like new game plus should be available with the game when L1. it comes out because that's when the most people are going to want to play it yeah. unless you're adding it with like a, a lot of features and like a, a new mode or something like i don't know It's just i i'm not talking shit they could not do anything and spider-man 2 is still in my top three games of the year so it's mm-hmm. like it is what it is but in a world where we're talking about no return coming to Last of Us and God of War Valhalla and like praising all of that and all this, we're getting to change the time of day, which is great. Like all these are things that people want. Mm-hmm. But like the new game plus, like see, I, I think
1: I that. yeah, I think that's one of those things that's so low on the priority list. Um and I wonder I would love to see what the the um like poll is of all right, how many of y'all are really booting up new game plus like right when you beat the game? Because I'm somebody who I'm like, I never really use new game plus. The only time I do use new game plus, honestly, is when I am years down the road and Greg's like, hey, let's play this game again for PSLW to yeah. do a re-review. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'll just play it in New Game Plus. Um, but I'm somebody I'm like, I don't really care to do new game plus like that. And I wonder for them, I think when Spider-Man two comes out, like I think the first thing on the priority list are the bug fixes. Hey, a lot of people people are playing as a cube right now. Let's fix that real quick. Let's figure out like what other bugs that people are getting. Let's fix that. Okay, cool. What are what is next on the priority list? And maybe it is like I don't know, like updates that are quality of life or accessibility things. And I think you eventually get to the to where new game plus is. And I think that's where they're at of like, you know, the game came out only a couple months ago it feels like a year ago for some reason it came out a couple of months ago and so they've been spending the last couple of months working on these different things all right now what's next on the list is the new game plus and is like changing the colors of the tendrils yeah and i think because it's the holiday they have to push it for after they come back from whatever holiday break hopefully that's what they're, they're doing um and then yeah like i think you go from there
0: yeah it
1: whatever but yeah like I, I hear i hear what you're talking about because i don't i am not a new game plus person so i'm like how many people are, because uh, I, I think you are, right? I, know I mean, Greg no, is. no.
0: Like, that's the thing is, like, I feel like it's this perfect storm of, like, give me a reason. Like, make it make sense to me. Make me want to do it. I feel like Ratchet is actually a good example where to platinum that game, you essentially had to play through it, through it twice. Uh, and, uh, Miles Ratchet? Morales.
2: Oh, Miles Morales had yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ratchet, I don't think Ratchet had that.
0: Um, there was something with Ratchet where it's, like, playing through a bunch you, of... You
2: had to start a new game plus Oh, uh, you're file. right. That was yes. it. Like, you had to, like, essentially play, like, the first story beat in New Game Plus, and then that was pretty much You're it. Right. Whereas for Miles Morales, there was, like, extra stuff to unlock. You had, like you had to, like, play new Game through Plus. Yeah, you, you had to, yeah. had to finish it.
0: Yeah, I feel like you had to get to a certain point in Ratchet or something. Like, there was something you had to unlock. I remember I played a big I think it was, it.
1: like, there was a new gun. Or a new weapon that was introduced in Ratchet in the New Game Plus that you had unlocked. Yes. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you had to buy. To me, it like and-
0: to me, it's like give me, give me the little carrot on a stick to like get me starting again, and maybe I complete it, maybe I don't. Like, I, like I'm not a New Game Plus person in the sense yeah. of like wanted to replay a game right now, but I'm definitely not a person that's like, oh, I want to replay a game in three months. Like, hmm. it, I just feel like, like, what is the audience of a new game plus? If, like, and we, to really like dive into that, they have the data, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And I feel like it's got to be more than just Insomniac, but like PlayStation as a whole. Cause, um, I think chat reminded me like Ragnarok didn't launch with new game plus. I'm pretty sure. No. And, I, and I, so, I was
0: like, that's dumb too.
2: Yeah. And so I, I wonder if there is like something in their data where it's like across all of the studios where it's like, if they need to just like get the thing out of, uh, out the door to reviewers and stuff, If there's something in just like their timeline of like, hey, this is a lower priority because we see people don't come back to play a new game plus until months later.
1: And I also think they just see it as, I I think they see it as a luxury, not a necessity of new game plus, right? It's like in the same way of like known shippables for a game of, hey, we know this bug is here, but it's it's a light enough thing where we can still ship the game and get it out on time. I think for new game plus, it is the thing where if the, if to implement this new game plus thing, it's going to take us an extra couple weeks or however long it takes, we'd rather just, Get it out the door and then figure it out later, as opposed to being like, let's hold this thing for new game plus, which is a thing that like, obviously, like all these games are coming out without it and still getting scored really well. Right. And so like, it's not a thing that people look at as a detriment if it, if it isn't there, except unless you're in Tim Geddes.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, whatever, this, we're, we're splitting hairs here where it's the thing sure. where I, I feel like I'm coming off on of this as if I care a lot more than I actually even do mm-hmm. about it. I just am kind of of the mind of either do it or don't do it. <laughs> like, I, mm. I just feel like it coming out in a couple months, I'm like, all right, cool. I guess that, yeah, in a couple years, like, if we wanted to go back and, like, when there is other things added, like, I imagine there'll be DLC packs or stuff. And, like, maybe it'll give a reason to want to replay through Spider-Man yeah. 2. And, like, cool, then that New Game Plus is great for, for that use case. But, I don't know. To me, I feel like there's a way to make New Game Plus exciting, and this isn't it. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Fair enough.
2: But uh, Tim, would uh, it be more exciting if they added the white box as an official suit for Spider-Man?
0: Mm. I mean, I feel like that's a little... Like think
2: about it, Tim. I think that's, yeah. a,
1: that's a cheat code. Like, that's why I miss cheats, because that would be like a cheat thing of like, yeah, let's add this in as a code so people can have this as an Easter egg. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring, it, bring back the bring cheat, back codes, the cheat codes, Or like let me just put in the Konami code and start screen and make it happen. Make something happen. Story number four. Let me tell you. Arcane is making something happen with this Blade game. We got our first look at Blade concept art. Uh, this is tweeted out by Sebastian uh, Mitten, who works over there at Arcane Leon. Um, he tweeted out, "Your excitement following Marvel's Blade reveal means the world to us. Here's some exclusive eye candy from our art heroes at Leon uh, with a heart emoji. Want to team up? Check out Arcane Leon's open positions and then they link over to the job listing. But we got our, we got some concept art for for Blade. Again, it's gonna be like a third-person um, action stealth." I don't think they've said stealth, but you assume stealth because it's yeah. Arcane. Um, I can't wait for this, dude. I mean... I cannot wait for this game.
0: Every single shot we're seeing here has something that makes you go, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, whether it's the colors or just the the style on top of that. Um, go go to the third one, please. Just the pose
1: he's in. Come on. Yeah, this like, is sick. Like, I want this. Yeah. I, I... Man, I really hope that Arcane's sense of art direction really shines in this one because they have such fantastic art direction that i think is a bit understated because their games have been in first person and so you don't really get to see like your character in relation to the world right like you just have this first person view and like i think a lot of people would agree that death has a really cool art style um oh, yeah. but i think if you're making a blade game and yeah if you're making like the world of blade and having the arcane sense of architecture and lighting and like what the um you know like the assets look like and all that stuff, right? I think putting in third person is probably the right direction for that. In and, Paris, too. In like, There's something about that that
0: I just feel like adds so much character to to what this even could be.
1: Yeah, and you look at these and, like, I mean, concept art. concept art usually looks really cool because, you know, that is like, that's the aim. That's where you're trying to mm-hmm. go for visually. But, yeah, I look at this, and I'm like, man, I really hope the end, the end version is able to live up to what this concept art looks like because I almost like it almost gives me Sifu vibes of how colorful it looks and how stylized it looks. And I
2: mean, honestly, it reminds me a lot of like the the 2D animation stuff for Deathloop, so I think they're gonna nail it, mm. like art direction wise. Of mm. like when you think about how stylized the like 2D animation stuff was for Deathloop, and then how stylized the world of Deathloop was. I think they're going to fucking yeah. nail it, especially like, yeah, it being in Paris, like a lot of the architecture, uh, I think for Paris, like fits a lot of like what they've done with both Deathloop and um, Dishonored mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in terms of like world design. So, yeah, I think the, they knew like their kind of section of like what they can do artistically. And they're like, hey, let's just put Blade in that. and It just sounds fucking awesome,
1: which is really cool. We're getting the Blade game, man. It's happening. Is it gonna be Xbox exclusive? Twitter's going crazy trying to figure it out. Yes. It probably will be Xbox exclusive, everybody. It will be. It fucking will be. Let's move on. Story number five. Baldur's Gate 3 and All the way 2 lead the BAFTA Game Awards nominations for 2024. The uh long list. Uh this is Chris Golian at Video Games Chronicle. Baldur's Gate 3 and Allen Way 2 have received the most nominations in the long list for the BAFTA Game Awards 2024. This year, in a change from its usual process, the UK Arts Charity has listed the 60 games that make up the long list of its nominees. BAFTA members will start voting to decide the final nominations for the Best Game and British Game (laughs) categories in January, while BAFTA juries will vote in the other 15 categories. The final nominations will be announced on March 7th, 2024. In the long list, Baldur's Gate 3 has been nominated for 15 categories, while Alan Wake 2 has been nominated for 14 categories. Behind these are Spider-Man 2 with 10 categories, Hogwarts Legacy with nine categories, Final Fantasy 16 with eight, and then The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with eight. Get it together. Uh, BAFTA (laughs) has also shared the top, what are we doing? What are we doing? Show some respect to Tears. Uh, BAFTA has also shared the top 10 games, long listed for its best game, Uh, British game, performer in a leading role, and performer in a supporting role categories. You ever like, you find it interesting that they have a British game category? I mean, they can do what they want, right? I mean, I understand yeah. there's the BAFTAs and the BAFTAs are British, but like, yeah. British game, how do you win British game? You got beans on toast in them. In there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, isn't it is just like British studios? I, yeah, I, I think it's so. British, best game by a British studio. Yeah. I don't think it's the game itself is like, the it, mo, the it just most, has a vibe. I just like, but I like the <laughs> idea of
1: like the most British game. Yeah. You're playing as the queen, and you're doing stealth.
0: Untitled <laughs> Goose game always wins. Oh, oh that um, game yeah. is British as hell. That
1: game is British <laughs> as hell, actually. Banja like Kazooie comes back and just fucking clears that. Um, let's see. On the best game long list, we got Alan way 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Hogwarts, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider Man 2, Star Wars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Pretty good list, except there's no RE4, which surprised me. Uh, moving on to most British game, uh, you got Cassette Beasts, uh, Dead Island 2, Disney Illusion Island, EA Sports, WRC, F-123, Football Manager, 2024.
2: It's got to be Football Manager, right? <laughs> that is the most British That's game, the though. the most British game. Yo,
1: they love Football Manager over there. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tron Identity, Viewfinder, and Warhammer Age of Sigmar, Realms of Ruin.
2: Honestly, I'm pulling for Tron Identity because uh, the, the Biffle.
1: Yeah. yeah, shout out to Biffle. Um, also, shout out to Disney Illusion Island because yeah, that studio rocks as well. I love those guys. The Lala. The um, Lala. Uh, performer in a leading role. The long list looks like this. You got Amelia Tyler as the narrator in Baldur's Gate 3, which is fascinating. Really cool that, um, that uh, she got the nomination. I never would have thought about that as a leading role, but in that game, I kind of get it because, yeah, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> they're narrating everything. So, mm-hmm. cool. uh, yeah, Ben Starr as Clive Rosfield in Final Fantasy 16. Uh Cameron Monaghan as Cal Kestis. Uh, Ika Villy as Alan Wake. Uh, Matthew Peretta as Alan Wake. Oh, I see. It's a live action versus The Voice. Uh, Melanie Liburd as Saga in Alan Wake. Uh, Najee Jeter as Miles. Neil Newbin as Asterian. Samantha Bayart as Carlac, uh, And then Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker. And then you got the performer in a supporting role, long list, uh, which is Andrew Wincott as Raphael in Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I'll just say the character names. You got Halston in Baldur's Gate 3, Cyr, uh Junda in uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, Solomon Reed, of course, as Idris Elba in Cyberpunk, um, Alex Casey, the voice of Alex Casey for Alan Wake 2, that's James McCaffrey. You got uh, Marty as Ati in Alan Wake 2, which I love because Bar- like, how often does Ati like talk in that
2: game? Like, that- I mean, if you just stand around him for a while he, he, <laughs> well here's the thing like yes it, it's a supporting role he's not true. in a lot but when he's in it he's fucking delivering honestly I think Ati might be in Alan Wake 2 more so than Seer Junda is in Star Wars Jedi Survivor so
1: I won't argue against that uh you got, of course Ralph Innocent as Sid in Let Final Fantasy 16 go, which dude. that might be my vote honestly uh Sam Lake as Alex Casey in Alan Wake 2 that's that's wild. my vote
2: that's, Sam Lake as Alex Casey is so good.
1: Well we had Tony Todd as Venom and Marvel Spider-Man 2, and then Tracy Wiles as Jahara and Spalders Gate 3. That the second half of that list is a lot more is a lot stronger than I thought it was gonna be. Because yeah. yeah, Sam Lake, wild that you can be best like direction and like get like those game of the year awards, yeah. but then also be in best That's <laughs> great. I mean also shout out to
0: supporting role. Like, I think that's a, a cool category that BAFTAs have that game awards don't have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that as a category because I think yeah you get a lot more people highlighted um, in there, and yeah like that is that's a stacked list because yeah between Idris Elba, Ralph Innocent, and I mean even Tony Todd is Venom like that's a strong contender as well I'd say, and Sam Lake of course, really good list. Uh, final news story, story number six, we got an Asgard's Wrath two review roundup. Now Tim, mm-hmm. I've heard the name Asgard's Wrath two thrown around. Yeah, I. Didn't I, I? Didn't know, <laughs> you know? I didn't respect your game like that, Asgard's Wrath 2, because on Metacritic, it is sitting at a 93. On OpenCritic, also sitting at a 93. Travis Northup at IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, man. For reference, this is a VR game. This is a um, VR a, act- or VR RPG. Yeah, like a vast RPG in VR by Sinzaru Games. Uh, Travis Northup's IGN review reads like this. Asgard's Wrath 2 is the full-fledged VR open-world RPG I've always wanted to play, and for that matter, it's one of the best RPGs in any perspective I've played in years. With four unique characters and stories, fantastic and satisfying combat, intricate and rewarding RPG systems, a great story, and an entire roguelite dungeon-crawling mode thrown in just to show off, this masterpiece completely nails almost everything it tries, much of which has never been pulled off in VR. The MetaQuest 3's killer app has arrived, and even after more than 90 hours throwing squids at gloriously shredded li- lizards and whipping across gaps, I'm still eager to jump back in. And then Anthony Tarmina at GameRant gave it a 90 out of 100 and says, Asgard's Wrath 2 is without a doubt one of the best VR games and a surefire system seller for a Quest 3. It presents an engaging character action experience that leverages the power of Meta's new VR headset and tech to ensure fast and fluid combat, a rich set of environments, and a scope that is consistently jaw-dropping. Some precision quirks with the combat and lower fidelity graphics are small gripes, but they ultimately do little to hold back the game from being a compelling adventure that is hard to put down. If there is a game to showcase how VR can match the scope and scale of games like God of War and Zelda, Asgard's Wrath 2 makes the strongest case yet. Damn. And then Justin Wood at CG Magazine gave it a 90 as well, saying Asgard's Wrath 2 is a near-perfect VR RPG. Between its compelling story, great gameplay mechanics, and scope, it's a must-play for all VR MetaQuest owners. With just a few tweaks to the accessibility, it could have been perfect.
0: A couple fun things here about this. This is from uh, uh, Senzaru Games, who previously made Secret Agent Clank. Oh, uh, or at I least they're I the PS2 the version of that. But uh, the Sly Cooper Thieves in Time on PS3, okay, is, is what they did. So, yeah, so Greg, they made
1: masterpieces before.
0: Uh, exactly. Greg goes way back with them. Um, Greg and Mike are going to be doing two sponsored streams for Asgard's Wrath tomorrow and Monday uh, on cool. right after Games Daily, so people will be able to see Greg jump into this 10 out of 10 from IGN World in VR. Wild, pretty
1: exciting.
2: Not on PSVR2 though, huh?
1: Well, it's a MetaQuest like three like exclusive thing. Huh. Like, I, think, I don't know if uh, that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> i mean it's unfortunate for That's me as we are too it. but it's fortunate for me because i have a meta quest 3 mm-hmm. so and i've been like oh man fuck too many games because i'm playing god of war right now and like after i finish god of war i got other games i want to play right we got mm. the review codes in for uh last part two remastered provided by playstation so i'm going to want to uh, play some of that you plan on to pop into Final fantasy 16 the dlc i want to um like four hours four hours four hours with a killer boss fight at the end how easy is it to get back into it after not playing for half a year? It took a... They, the first, I'd
0: say, hour and a half of it is uh-huh. definitely them, like, getting you, you familiarized back, back. And, like, it's not the best hour and a half. The end of it makes it totally worth it, though. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to do I, that. I think you'd have a, a blast just to do that. the boss fight. It's pretty damn
1: cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I uh, Man, now I want to check out Asgard's Wrath too. But, uh, man, VR, though, you know? Like... It's a task a to VR like, RPG. get in there. And like the way they're talking about it being this vast open world thing, right? Like, is it, am I going to be ha- having 100 hours put into this thing? Because that sounds like a big ask You're for about VR as well. But the way that they're pitching this, they name dropped, what, in the game rant review, God of War and Zelda. Mm-hmm. If you want to sell me on something, you name drop God of War and Zelda. And so I might, have to, I might have to check it out. But me picking up my MetaQuest Quest 3 at home and putting mm-hmm. it on and checking it out. It's so far away. Maybe not because I might do that like when I get home. Uh, but if I wanna know what's coming out to Mom Grab shops today, where would I look, to? The
0: official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every
1: weekday. Yeah. Out today we got grand blue fantasy versus rising for PS five, PS4, PC. GTA the trilogy, definitive for iOS and Android, House Flipper two for PC, Pallio for I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think that's what it's alluding to. Well, oh, you mean Netflix on the TV? No, um, it's mobile. the GTA on Netflix. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah, I, but when I says, I think when it says iOS and Android, it's kind of including that. But yeah, I think that is via Netflix that you're playing those uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the Hidden Treasures of Area Zero, the Indigo Disc for Switch. Uh, my, did, we, did they put out codes for that? Have you been playing it?
0: Uh, they don't do codes for DLC. Oh, for the DLC, yeah. Gotcha. But I, I, I haven't played it last night. Oh yeah. Yeah, of
1: course I am. I got. I, we got to talk about that um my little blood cult early access for pc and mobile paranoid for pc soul slinger envoy of death early access for pc river tales stronger together for pc custom mech wars for pc and ps5 which sounds kind of cool Bonson knights for pc ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x and switch bullet storm vr for pc and ps5 and then power watch simulator christmas update is out now new days for you the crew has been delisted on xbox playstation and pc the server is going to close on march 31st after that the game is no longer playable played up launches february 15th 2024 on xbox one xbox series x ps4 ps5 switch expeditions a mudrunner game launches march 5th 2024 on xbox one xbox series x ps4 ps5 switch and pc and then the first chapter of nova hearts a turn-based dating adventure launches january 17th 2024 on pc before we get out of here i got a required reading for you all um a really cool article went up on IGN yesterday. It's an article by Rebecca Valentine. It's titled "The Game Awards Winners' uh, Speeches We Didn't Get to Hear." Rebecca Valentine essentially reached out, and IGN reached out to um, people who won awards at the Game Awards but didn't get enough time to give their speeches, or didn't even get the um, you know the space to give the speeches with like the speed run or um, you know the uh, quick fire. Awards that were given out. And so IGN did a really cool thing uh, where they reached out to them to actually be able to give their own uh, award speeches on the IGN website. I'll read the first couple paragraphs here from IGN. Incredibly cool. Really cool. Um, In the days since the Game Awards last week, there have been a number of discussions from fans and developers about what the show should have been or should not have been. And one common thread among them was a desire to hear more, more from more developers who were accepting awards. While a number of award winners didn't get up and give speeches that were limited to roughly 30 seconds, some other winners never took the mic at all. So we reached out to a number of the developers who hadn't gotten the chance to give their speeches for whatever reason and offered the chance to do so here on IGN. Here's what we got back. and uh, I highly re- recommend you guys go over to IGN, check out the article. You got speeches from people like the developers of CO Stars and more. Uh, and it's a really neat thing for IGN to do. Speaking of neat things, I got two required readings for you. The second one is in the same vein. Um, there was a Twitter thread put up yesterday by Sven Vink uh, from Larian, the creators of Baldur's Gate 3, and it's essentially an, an extended version of their Game of the Year speech, right? It's like the idea of, if they didn't have the 30-second time limit, the full thing they would have been able to say um, for the Game award speech. It's a 16-tweet it's thread, but I think it's worth the read. Um, it's a very sweet, sweet thread, kind of, you know, commenting on the industry as a whole and like, you know, where the heart of Baldur's Gate 3 comes from and in, in, in them developing it. Um, and so yeah, go check that out. Um, the at on Twitter is at Lar at Larian, L-A-R-A-T-L-A-R-I-A-N.
2: The link will also be in the description.
1: There you go. Appreciate that. Now it's time for your wrong. Rewrite in. Let us know what we got wrong, as we got it wrong, so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Let's see. Jesus. Uh, Tundra, says, Tundra Boy says, Untitled Goose Game was made by an Australian developer, so it wouldn't win Best British Game.
2: It's a and, British-ass game,
1: though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. IRR Gamer says, Asgard's Rat 2 is meta-exclusive, but not Meta Quest 3 exclusive. It's also available on Meta Quest 2. That's a good one. Uh, and then Sal Romano says, "Just a small one. Uh, Bonson Nights for consoles was delayed to January 18th, so only the PC version is out today." Uh, and that's it. KindofFunny dot com slash it. You're Beautiful Wrong. Thing. Tomorrow's hosts for the show are going to be Tim and special guest me. Who would have thought? We're Who switching places, thought? though. We're switching places, wow. as what happens when we transfer from Thursday. Friday. Wow. <laughs> so get ready for that. It's going to be a Friday episode. Until then, though, of course, this has been kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerding news you need to know about. Until next time, game daily. And now it's time for the kind of funny post show. Now, is Andy and or Mike supposed to come out for this post show? Oh, there's Mike. <laughs> yeah, and Mike, baby. Uh, while
0: Mike comes to get set up, bless. I mm. want to tell you a quick little story. Because I don't story? think I've talked to you about this. I, I think it was me and Greg on Games Daily last week, but I, I have some updates. I've been playing Avatar, Frontiers
1: of Pandora. Oh,
0: um, Very enjoyable game. Beautiful game. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I heard, yeah, uh, the
1: environments are really good it's looking. It's
0: kind of unbelievable, man. Very, very immersive experience. Having a lot of fun with that. But I was playing on PS5. Mm-hmm. and uh andy was like tim you gotta you gotta check it out on pc like mm-hmm. i have my super ultra wide 32 by nine ratio monitor uh he's like you i you gotta see it man it's gonna sing on that thing mm-hmm. but i was like ah i'm a little worried like i know there's ubisoft connect how difficult is it gonna be to connect my playstation save to my pc save it has it gonna work i also was playing on my playstation portal a little bit yeah I'm like, I'm just adding a whole bunch of things. There's no way that this works correctly. There's too many things here that I'm just going to fuck up. I am pleased to report everything worked flawlessly oh, in ways I yeah. couldn't even imagine. Playing Avatar on my PS5 downstairs. Having a great time. Put a couple hours in. Mm-hmm. Later, go upstairs. Uh, play my, my, my portal. Turn it on. It just connects. Load into Avatar. Love my that. game's there. I'm playing. It works. It's Great. Play it for about another hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. I can't believe that works so seamlessly. Get a code from Greg for the PC version. Pop it in. Mm. I expect it. I'm like, this is where this is all going to fall apart. Yeah. Download the game. Install the game. Load the game. It's my save file.
1: That's awesome. How did they
0: know? I don't fucking get it. Ubisoft did it. Uh, the, Ubisoft, Ubisoft did it. Did it. The power they did connect. At some point, I must have made a Ubisoft account. I don't even know what the hell it's called. I don't yeah. know what's going on. How do they know my PSN? I don't know. I have no it's idea. It's all linked. But it's all linked. And I was like, this shit just works. I was so so impressed
1: oh yeah are you having a good time with that game because of course that's like an open world thing more far cry like kind of type game yeah not necessarily the tim getty's experience but you love avatar
0: yeah and that's the problem i love avatar don't love the game that much like Uh, because of all that stuff there's parts of it that i'm like oh i'm so in for this uh bi but you be flying oh yeah oh yeah but But you be flying flying. it's cool as hell but you be flying bro yeah the hype moments are hype um the story so far it's serviceable it's good enough uh but yeah it's uh, there's something about the game that's a little too open. Uh, yeah. Which I get is the point. No, <laughs> like I force. get it's for a lot of people, but man, thing is gorgeous. Hell yeah. I have three Uplay accounts.
3: Why? <laughs> snowbike Mike 2, snowbike Mike 22, snowbike Mike. Mike. When a lot happen? Of them. Was hey, it for you know, a- they'd be sending you emails and you sign up on one. And you're like, I don't know, I know that one. I sign them over emails. there. You know, there's usually
1: a, there's a button nowadays that just says, <laughs> log in through Google.
3: Oh, and you just click that I, I'll button. i tell you
2: what,
1: I'm afraid to do that. Like, I don't, we'll talk about that another time.
2: I don't remember time. any of my passwords, but <laughs> I just press that button. for accounts like Andy Orders and Android, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, what the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome to your Super Chat Post Show. With me, Snowbike Mike, Mike, and your two incredible show hosts, we got Tim Geddes and Blessing here today. That's Gosh darn it, they both look good in their jackets. This Tekken jacket... Fire. Dude, this pink health. jacket? Fire. Dude, you only got bro. your 70s sweater. Yeah. Okay. Dope as hell. Your hair is powerful right now. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a little oh, while yeah. today. Uh, I will say that your boy, Sonic Mike Mike, is in his comfy attire because I'm going to go watch a four-hour video of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yeah, you are. We're going to get deep in the lore here right after Are you, you watch stream. live with people? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I just did a... We're going to find out. I don't know what <laughs> it like, is. It. I don't know what it is, but I'm guessing it's Ricky and Mickey. And I'm looking forward to it. Ricky oh, dude, I can't. You know wait. what I mean? I, I, t- I texted in, in a NyQuil haze. Andy wrote me and he goes, hey, are you good for tomorrow? Says you're playing Kingdom Hearts 2. I said, well, I actually have to watch a four hour long Lord video mm-hmm. before that. And he wrote LMFAO. And I said, no, it's not funny it's awesome yeah. because I'm going to find out in my mind, I'm just guessing because I don't remember who told me this or if I made love, but I'm going to find out the story behind Ricky and Mickey and how Ricky changed sides because if you didn't know Andy Cortez, he'll tell you the whole message. I wrote Angelina Jolie aka Maleficent had Ricky sell his soul to the darkness because he wanted to sell his soul to then give his heart to Kyrie, his love because he wanted to save Kyrie. Kyrie. It was a beautiful thing, but he had to embrace the darkness bless right? And so he embraced the darkness but no, 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 no. Turns out Mickey somehow teamed up with him. He was like, Yo, bro, I'm on the good side now. And we're like, Oh shit, he's on the good side now. So I'm hoping that this is the story of how Mickey that... saved Ricky. I,
0: I, I don't can't know how to describe to this. this. <laughs> he nailed it though. But, like, like, that was accurate.
2: 11? Well, the, the I miss our Metal Gear playthrough <laughs> just because, like, Mike's lore <laughs> drops for every episode was so fucking But, fun. like, it's
1: even more ridiculous that he's seen him Like, yeah. it feels like I'm watching, like, uh, it's like watching like a king, like a what, King of the Hill character, like oh, recap an anime. I can't <laughs> wait. It's like this Sonia. doesn't feel right. <laughs> and, and yeah. anytime Mike does not Lord same Kyrie. Kingdom, uh,
2: Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I got to end it with Boom. Howard's right, guys. Yeah, and I'm
3: gonna
0: I'm gonna go buy some Kingdom Hearts gear.
3: I merch. love it. Bro. I'm going to hot topic <laughs> this weekend, y'all. I'm gonna buy a dope Kingdom Hearts T-shirt. Mike, game. I've
0: watched your reaction to the end of that game like ten times. Oh. It's the best. Oh man, you know that simple and clean song, Bliss. Oh.
3: Do I know the fucking
1: Simplest? You know this song, song? (laughs) It's so good. We'll do that afterwards. I mean, the other songs. There are other songs. They're Is there
3: a good one for this?
1: Yeah. Well, well uh, for no, no, chain no, no. Of memories, no. no. The
0: chain of Memories, I think, is just Simple and Clean again. So, yes, there is. Oh, a okay. Yeah. Simple and clean. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2 okay. okay. has a great song. Okay. Yeah. Well, chat.
1: we'll Kingdom talk Hearts about that in rare. just a little bit. First, I For some reason, I think you're going to pop off hard for the Kingdom Hearts 3 song,
3: though. Oh, okay. Well, let's yeah. <laughs> jump into these Super Chats and, of course, Twitch Primes and Twitch Resubs. Because we got a number of them. Eric D. Cooper has resubscribed with a Tier 1 sub for 44 months and says Godzilla saw Godzilla minus 1 in 4DX two nights
0: ago, per Tim's recommendation, and it was... Perfect. Dude, Godzilla minus one. I think it's only in theaters for like a couple more days. Mm. Go watch this film. It is so damn good. I've seen it twice now, both times in 40X, both times incredibly worth it. I think it's worth it without the 40X. Okay. But if you have access to 40X, this movie was made for that shit, man. Oh, it's man. Such a damn good experience. But yeah, minus one is incredible.
3: Uh, Gabri writes in with the tier one sub for 17 months. Thank you. Blessing. Holy crap. This third playthrough of Armored Core. What a game.
1: I know. I never got to the third playthrough.
2: People keep telling me.
1: Oh, I have to get to a third playthrough? I've done the two play. Bear, have you done the third playthrough?
2: I I did. So I went back to Armored Core. I started the first new game plus, like, right after beating it a couple months ago. And then after Alan Wake 2, I was like, I just need some comfort. I need Mm -hmm. to not get into my scary shit anymore. Just give me a fucking fun action game, so I re-downloaded, redownloaded Armored Core 6, and in the span of five days, got the second ending, and then got the third ending. Oh! And bless, it fucking goes places, and it's really goddamn cool, to the point that, like, uh, Andy was telling me, like, oh, Vati is gonna upload, like, a, a, a breakdown of all the lore and story of, uh, of Armored Core, and I was mm. like, I can't wait. I need to, like, get lore fucking breakdowns right now. So watched like, lore. an hour and a half fucking, oh, like... Armored lore. Dude, it's so good. It's so goddamn good.
1: Man, maybe... Oh, man.
2: Armor Core Damn. 6, man. It I'm fucking still I'm playing to
1: number one.
3: I'm battling that motherfucker. It's hard, dude. <laughs> gotta be out here fighting me with swords and shit. I gotta tell him to slow down.
1: Dude, armor, armor Core is such a sick game. It's a cool game. And, yeah, like, I wish... Man, I Starfield came out at the worst time for me because, yeah, like, I had a... I finished my second playthrough, and... That second playthrough overlapped with when I got the Starfield code, and so I was like, "Well, like I just got to focus in on this." I started Starfield like a little bit late because of it, mm. and I just couldn't justify doing the third playthrough. But uh, y'all it like, got me hyped for it.
2: Did you get to the second one, or you didn't finish it? No, second? I fin- i
1: finished the second playthrough. Okay.
2: like the third, so you know how long it's gonna take. It takes like—it's
1: not that long, yeah, maybe
2: five hours to get uh, get to the the ending there. So okay, it's fucking worth
1: okay. it. Okay, all right. Um,
3: and then we'll end it on the Twitch side of things with "Let's Go Wolves." Prime Gaming Summit for four months. Says, love you guys. Mike, will you guys be doing a Halo Infinite Firefight stream? I started downloading it. I think we're going to put it on the books because I do want to show it off to the team. I mean, Tim's giving me a look. I love Halo Firefight. So, yeah, we'll figure it out. But I did start downloading it here on the work PC so we could play it. Let's jump over to the YouTube side of things where we got some fun write-ins like J.B., with a five dollars super chat says eight twenty four in Kojima Productions is a perfect marriage of studio and visionary. Guess I need to finally play Death Stranding. Blessing, what you think about this team up?
1: Uh, I love the team up. I mean, we talked about it today on this on the show, but yeah, like you should definitely play De- Death Stranding. I think Death Stranding is it's a game that if you're somebody who loves video games, you're gonna you're gonna you know play through it and you might love it, you might like it a little bit, you might hate it just because it's that kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's a it's different mechanically, right? It's not an action game except for when it wants to be an action game um you are delivering packages and balancing and like stacking things up and trying to like you know walk across america that's what the game is and it is take it or leave it but i think if you're somebody that appreciates video games at the very least you'll appreciate this game trying to go for something and this game doing something different and i think you know for me it hit Just because, like, one, I really like Kojima, but then also I really dug the themes of it. Like, I think the game has really interesting themes. And I think post-pandemic, in the pandemic, because we're we're still in the pandemic somehow, um, right now, I think the themes of the game really hit. Like, there's a lot to relate to in there. And so, yeah, like, for sure, check out Death Stranding. Yeah.
3: Get high off that Kojima joint. That Jordan Peele (laughs) Kojima joint slash The Avengers join because he's he's making his own Avengers squad. Oh, yeah. Him, just yeah. so you know. just <laughs> going to be wicked, bro. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go so wild with that. Frolicious writes in with the $5 super chat and says, At 2 p.m. Central Time, I will be on an 18-day vacation from work. If y'all had 18 days off, what would you do? I'll be going to a convention and gaming. Hell, yeah. Tim Geddes, you got 18 days off. And like I'm talking Tim Getty's, you don't pick up the yeah. phone, no computer yeah, yeah, yeah. 18
0: days. Dude. I know you. What are you doing? I got so many little projects at home Ooh, that I want to do. Okay, okay. Like there's the hallway outside uh, of the of our theater room. Like it's just a disaster. And like since day one, I've had ambitious plans. It they haven't happened. So it just turns into the room, you just dump shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it'd be a lot of like the, the little projects. Um I've been wanting to do an entire Top to bottom, smart home revamp. Because, like, mm. let me tell y'all, just don't get into the smart home stuff. Mm. It'll take over your life, and it makes you a worse person. I'm mm. a horrible person at this point. Damn, I have nothing Tim. left. Damn, all right? Tim. Um, So, yeah, that's what I would do.
3: Okay. Okay. you okay? I like that project.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm currently in the moving process, and I'm finishing yeah. up my streaming studio right now. I should be done by probably the end of the weekend or Saturday. I just need some lights and a desk chair, and then I'll be done. Oh, okay. I really love what I did with it. Plus, I'm excited the, to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to show it off. It's gonna be fun. And There's gonna be some cool shit. Mm. Uh, Bless, you have 18 days off. What are you doing?
1: I don't know. I've been thinking about this actually lately. Do you like, think
3: you and I go on a road trip somewhere? Maybe you go, <laughs> we, you, you and know, and I, we, we go, on go a road trip? A, yeah, down the coast. That's we like, that's coast. a straight what, up, what what up Harold
1: and Kumar film right there. <laughs> like, blessing and Mike, take over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I've been thinking about it because I'm like, it's been a while. It's been, I feel like, a very long time actually since I've taken off that much time. Uh, and so I think I should at some point soon. Um, and I would like, but the thing is, I just don't know what to do with myself Mm. because I don't want to just play a game. Like the last time I took a week off, I just spent that week playing Prey. And so like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so I want to disconnect myself from video games. Um, I think I do travel. Like, I think it is a thing of, you know, maybe I take one week to visit family and then I take another week to like, maybe go somewhere maybe I go to Europe or maybe I go to like Japan or somewhere that I've really wanted to go um maybe i do that for another week and then i spend the last week just like chilling and hanging back i would also maybe would like like to take that time to go to an event or something that i've always wanted to go to something yeah. like evo you know i'd love oh. to like you up, Take it off three weeks take some time to like hit up evo or something i know i could do that for work but i think you know if i go to that i'd love to just do it on my leisure yeah. right? like not to worry about I like, like that. anything and so I yeah love that. i think
3: that's what i do I'm going shooting up to Crater Lake because that's on my list. Then I'm shooting across the state of Oregon onto the coastline where I'm going to the Sea Lion Cave. Yeah, you heard that right. It's the Sea Lion Cave. You go into this scary cave, bunch of sea lions. You know, they be making noise. What sound are they making? You know, they be making noise. And then maybe I go up to Seattle or I'd come back down. But I got Crater Lake. I love you so Crater much, Crater Lake buddy. is my next spot I need to go to. It's on the list. It's on the
2: list. You're I the like best. his sea lion face. It's the same as his indie. <laughs> <laughs> face. AJ
3: Hawk with the $2 Canadian Super Chat says, Any of you boys watching that new Yu Yu Hakusho?
1: Is it out yet? <laughs> now, is is this the, the live action? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that out yet? I don't I, think that's out yet. Is it, that out it's yet? Out, it's out this month. It might be okay. out. I've not been paying attention. If it's out, I'm going home and watching that shit. Oh, uh, shit. Ryan Colt
2: Levy is uh, the confirmed dubbed actor for uh, what's the main character's name? Um, Yusuke. Yusuke. Facebook. In the live action? Yeah. So uh, oh. because it's a uh, 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 Japanese actors and all that stuff, like they mm-hmm. still do like dubs the dubs and oh, stuff. So okay. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Ryan Colt Levy. Damn.
1: The first episode. No wait. It's out today, I think. Yeah, I think it's out today. Today is the 14th of December. Hold oh, on. If I go to Netflix, watch Yu yep. Show. What's up, baby? I think it's out. Um, oh,
2: not you uh Kazuma Kuwabara. Okay, you're Ooh. watching
3: this. Should I watch this if I haven't watched the show?
1: No, just watch the show.
3: Okay, this don't isn't try good in, this. I don't,
1: okay. I don't know if this is going to be good. I don't okay. have faith that this is going to be good. Okay. I'm just such okay. a fan of Yu Haku show that mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this. Okay. <laughs> it's the same way that like I really like Death Note. And like I watched the Death Note um, movie. Oh with, yeah, um, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Lakeith Stanfield as L, which is such an inspired casting. And like it wasn't good, but I like Death Note, okay. and so I was like, and it took place in Seattle, and it had Lakeith Stanfield. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. It was bad, but okay, I'll do it again. <laughs>
3: I'm on the one-piece journey, Tim. 394 episodes. We're closing in on 400. And let me tell you what, bro. This mangrove forest story arc is fucking wild. Tim, get this. Mm -hmm. Right? We're on the journey to the grand line. We're at the halfway point, ready to go across the red line. And get this, Barrett. We're meeting all of the other rookie pirates that are making a name for themselves. 11 rookies all in one spot. And they're like, Oh, you think Luffy's the baddest? Guess what? There's a motherfucker out there with a higher bounty than Luffy. Wow. And this is the girls going, this is the first time we've had all 11 rookies all together at one time in the same spot. And they show you all of them. You're like, Oh my God, this show can't get any more fucking hype. Baron. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'll get there in four years. <laughs> oh my God. It's 1230 at night. I'm like, just tell them to run that shit up. Let's go. When <laughs> Mike-
2: as another, as another anime check in, you know what? Oh. I've been watching uh, a lot of Mike for the last couple weeks. Fucking high Q. Oh. I'm already. I'm coming up on season three. I like binged through the rest of season one yep. and season two. And goddamn. I never thought I'd be. Getting the hype, watching a bunch of anime boys play volleyball, but holy fuck, man, it keeps going and it does not stop. It's so it, good. If you
3: want to stay hype on volleyball tonight, me and Blessing, double header and adult Ooh. volleyball. Oh, double double head head header today? Oh, I didn't
2: Feel realize free, that. Feel free, you know,
3: bring, bring Gia. Yeah, yeah. Bear, yeah. Bring, bring the girl, bring Dang. the dog, bring Andy. We'll be there. <laughs> We're excited that. for everybody's life. I like, I Mike's it. whole plan was
2: just to try to get Andy invited. <laughs> so he's listing off everybody and, Andy, and then try to sneak Andy. in Andy. Oh, that's really also, exciting.
3: Where is it? Uh, this is at the Jewish Community Center, oh, okay, which cool. is a beautiful building. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've seen oh, it. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, you know, San Francisco continues to astonish me. You know what I mean? You look at it on the map, you drive through, and you go, okay, I can see it. And then you see some of these spots, and you're like, holy crap. They built this in the middle of this tiny little peninsula? How'd they do that? You <laughs> know, they know they what I mean? That?
1: How'd they do that? I think just dock them. <laughs> <laughs> Big city.
3: They come and see us. They come and see us. You know what I mean? Stay I'm on. signing autographs after the volleyball game. <laughs> no, he's not. Stay, you know,
1: a <laughs> <thing>. Dear, <laughs> I want
2: to play volleyball.
3: I'm Dear Sixlet In a recent Famitsu interview, Yoshi P said that depending on how the PC port does and production costs, they might add playable Jill and Sid to Final Fantasy 16.
1: I'd yeah, love to Sid? play a Sid Okay. Yeah. Have you played Final Fantasy
3: 16? Yeah, I, I I've been playing through Final Fantasy 16. Now hold mm. up. Why would I play as somebody else? I'm enjoying
0: playing as my guy. Ben because, are I mean, because while he's amazing, yeah. Sid's out there. Yeah, Sid is incredible, Sid is back. Now guy. hold up. Who, yeah. Who's Sid in this one? There's the hot
3: blonde lady, which I like a lot.
0: Yeah, it's oh. not her. Lady B. Uh-huh. lady B. Uh huh. Lady B. Yo,
3: Lady B is right. And then there's that really that burly dude, he's all uptight. You yeah, know the, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, this this guy. Who's Sid? Oh, yes, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. right. he's, right. nice. he's not as Sick cool itself. as the Burly dude, you know what I mean? Wait, the, he's not as cool as the Burly dude? You're talking about, like... Yeah, yeah, the big muscle head, the scary okay, guy. Okay, he's way cooler than him. I mean, he's, he's cool, but, like... He's, yeah, we're Sid talking about the, the hound versus... We're like, talking about the hound versus Jamie Lannister. I'm definitely hanging out with the Hound, not Jamie Lannister. I'm hanging out with Sid. I'm throwing dude. it out there, Chad. I'm, I'm Just throwing it out there. <laughs> are
1: you talking about Hugo or whatever his name is? Yeah, that might be his name. Sid is Sid is top two cool. It's it's uh, 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 fucking Clive and Sid are the two.
3: God, I love hanging out with the two of you. You know, I what love I mean? you so Those much. Chatting like, with you guys, in Baron
1: is so much fun. Shout out to Fbot
3: who has the message redacted. But thank you for your first time ever with the super chat. Thank you for the five dollars. You are truly incredible. Um, who's she, the
1: oh man? Who's the guy later in the game? That shows up and like, uh, I don't want to, I don't want okay, to spoil okay. we'll save it, we'll save but I it. want his, I'm, I'm going to find his name. You're going to look
3: up his name. CJ writes in with the $2 super chat and says, when will we see Death Stranding 2 trailer
0: Tim Geddes? I'm surprised we didn't at Game Awards. So, I mean, at this point, probably Summer Game Fest. Summer Game Fest
3: seems about right. For sure. He brings back Kojima again. That's his homeboy. That's the thing. Yeah. Why not?
1: I'm going to guess you PlayStation Showcase when or when is the next playstation cool. showcase PlayStation, PlayStation showcase or state of play i think the thing is when does destiny Two come out because i still would venture to guess that maybe we could see it in 2024 yeah. and if that's the case like you're on a timer and so okay. i'll think that like a state of play might be the thing if a playstation showcase doesn't come on time okay. um, i would if you if you ask me when the playstation showcase is happening if one happens i would guess around um summer game fest season okay. like i think may okay and if let's say destiny 2 is planned for fall i think that lines up okay Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe both uh, that and Summer Game Fest. Maybe you show up at PlayStation Showcase before, do like a new cinematic trailer, and then at Summer Game Fest, you do like a gameplay breakdown.
3: Okay, okay. Uh, AJM writes in with the $5 Super Chat for the first ever time, says, thanks for always being there, KF. My cat Olive had to be put down yesterday, and oh. having you guys listen to has really helped me get through the day. I'm so sorry to hear that. Very man. sorry yeah. to hear that. That's ben. a tough one, Aaron. We're right there with you. We're here for you, man. And uh, yeah, keep your head up. Remember those memories? Remember the cuddles? And we love you.
1: That's all. I think Dion was the person I was thinking of. I don't remember his name being Dion, though. Okay. But apparently it's Dion. Dion. And he's also pretty cool.
0: Dion's the pretty one.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yo, this one's pretty cool. Chris D writes in with a $2 super chat and says, Tim, Beverly Hills cop in review. We need it. Yo, new trailer. I I haven't seen
0: I've never seen any of these movies. uh, It's more, that's a a Nick Scarpino special for sure. That's going to be crazy. Have you heard any of Nick's thoughts on this? No, no, no. Okay, because, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine he's very excited. Okay, yeah, we got to figure out a way. All I know do. is that Beverly Hills Cop has the dopest theme song of all goddamn songs. Mm, cool. Oh, that's my so God. Cool. You might know it as Crazy Frog.
3: Wait. Bam, 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 bam. Is that the Crazy yeah. Frog? God, yeah. that, guy, that guy took
0: that
3: over the world. <laughs> 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 is that the same tune? Da, 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 da,
1: I don't think I ever put that together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's now, that's now you insane. You <laughs> did. Also, I, was, I meant to bring this up during the anime chat. Yeah. Um, a couple nights ago, I went to see The Boy and the Heron. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah new, tell me about the that. The Miyazaki film. I didn't love it. I, I okay. found it to be a little bit boring. Like I kept checking my watch toward like the, the last probably 30 minutes of the movie because I was like, man, okay, is this thing gonna wrap up? Like it gets really weird. It gets really like, uh, somebody, uh, somebody else talking to you about it said that like you could rearrange the scenes in the second half of the film in any order it would make the same amount of sense And mm. i was thinking about that i was like i think you're right like and, I, and i've been
2: hearing a lot i've been hearing kind of like mixed feelings yeah
1: i i respect it though because like i understand why miyazaki would make this film like it's one of those things where i'm like miyazaki's making art and he has something to say here that doesn't mean i have to enjoy it but he i think he has the right to make it but i'm like man this is it's not hitting the way i thought it would hit
2: something that i would recommend for you is uh, watching uh, suzume uh, which susan i May. think just started streaming recently um that came out at the the beginning of the year it's the same director as oh the really popular movie from a few years ago and i'm blanking on it um your name and what uh Weathering oh with you.
1: yeah i've heard so many people talk about your name and yeah susan May i've heard i've heard of um great movie yeah i'm gonna add that to the list maybe i can get when I, i'm gonna visit houston to like hang out with my um sister and um my nephews and stuff Maybe I'll, maybe I'll boot up some anime movies. Maybe we do, Suzume. Is Suzume and your name, are those kid appropriate?
2: Uh, Suzume, yes. I have not actually watched your name, but I assume so. Gotcha. Uh,
3: FBot writes in and says, hey, Tim, are you going to watch Wonka in 4DX?
0: <laughs> We're watching Wonka tonight. It's not Wonka? 4DX, though. Okay. We're <sighs> just watching them normal. Normal Man, viewing. Can I
3: take a moment really quick? Yeah. That guy, that boy, Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. he's got some style. Okay? I mean, I'm seeing him on the red carpet, I'm seeing him hang out with Hideo, and it's like, this guy's got some style that I've never got in my life. He's got Maybe I didn't have that kind of money to be buying dumb shit like him. But like, <laughs> I looked at me. I'm like, Mike at that age, t-shirt and shorts. Timothy, he's got he's got super boots on. And he's got an all boots. black leather. He's a celebrity. On. He's an
1: A-list celebrity. He's got to bring it. He's
3: got cool shit, man. He's
1: got uh, he's, he's got, got his cool kingdom shit. Now, how did it, how did Timothy Chalamet read um, like at home watching the game awards? Like when you were watching the stream, did he seem like he wanted to be there? Because for me, being in the audience, I was like, this motherfucker does not want to be here. <laughs>
0: What that's kind think? of his vibe, right?
1: Is that his yeah, vibe? Yeah, his vibe okay. is very like i kind of chill. I'm, just I'm here, neat little
3: dude. Yeah, I'm just here. Okay. Somebody you like. like to put in the headlight and be like, "Come on, Tim, give me the I'll energy." I was sitting
0: there Tim, like, "What are we doing? Your <laughs> doing?" Mike just wants to bully Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I will <can't.
2: laughs>
1: oh, sitting there like, "Is he mad that Jeff introduced him as his this YouTuber handle?" Or like, what's, "What's up with him?" But I guess if that's his vibe, then I get it.
3: Uh, keeping it going because we only have a little bit of time left. Hard to find with the $2 Super Chat and says, Bless, you played DS on the deck,
1: correct? I did play DS on the yeah. deck,
3: mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dear Sixlet with the $5 Super Chat says, I described Chain of Memories plot as Baby's first Silent Hill. You're in for a dope time. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that's a hard left turn what from what mean? I was thinking. Shit's wild. Okay. Shit's real that's fucking an wild. That's insane comment You right do there. have
0: to watch or play through that game, though, before you play two, or else two makes absolutely no sense it's one of the more most bewildering choices made in in Dude, entertainment I, history
1: okay. i've uh, kingdom hearts fans got mad at me on twitter anytime i talk no. about kingdom hearts they'd get mad at me on twitter but like i think i mad at me because i was talking about how kingdom hearts is harder to follow than middle gear solid like as a franchise and they're like what do you mean like "Oh no. and i was like and they're like oh but i was talking about how i played kingdom hearts 2, and i just didn't understand it and they're like well that's what happened you should have played more chain of memories before you played and i'm like You can't get mad at me for playing Kingdom Hearts 2 after playing Kingdom Hearts 1 and then also get mad at me for saying it's confusing. You know what I mean? Like, this shit doesn't make sense. I mean, the biggest problem, and this is not new information to anybody, but the biggest problem
0: was Kingdom Hearts 1, PlayStation 2. Yeah. Exclusive. Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. (laughs) Game Game Boy Boy Advance Advance exclusive. (laughs) Crazy. Kingdom Hearts 2, PS2 exclusive. We're back to PS2. What the fuck?
3: (laughs) I like that. A lot of money getting thrown around. Bander SN <laughs> with the $5 super chat says, Great to meet you at the TGA's bless. Great job at the Giant Bomb show too. The Thank wrestling you. bit was amazing.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. Oh my God. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice you parked in my parking spot.
3: Well, someone oh, parked in mine. Like that. He like was it you?
0: I think it was you. No, I don't park in your parking spot. Huh. What which one, right?
3: Where do you even park? Tim, that's my, mine's
0: the the second from No, the... I
3: park where the staircase juts out a little bit. So my ass is always hanging out. That's where I park. Mm. Sounds uh, like my spot. <laughs> he,
2: here, here's a, here's a fun for thing for you, chat is that uh, I don't drive into work every day. I, I usually take the bus, but whenever I do get the opportunity to drive in, I don't have a solid spot. So, mm-hmm. And I'm usually one of the first people in. So what do I like to do? Play mind games. Who am Play I going to take today? Am I going to take uh, Kevin's spot today, or yeah. am I going to take Greg's spot Someone today?
0: Instacart Cool Greg a can of spray paint because he's going out there right oh, now. We're
2: going
3: to take. <laughs> <laughs> <Where did laughs> See, I, I have a rule, Tim, just mm-hmm. so you know. The first two spots. Kevin's and then Greg's, those are the only spots you don't fuck with. Everything else, you could park. Also, Nick's spot. Nick doesn't like you parking in his spot. But those three, you don't mess around with. I once parked in Kevin's spot, he almost put me
1: in a chokehold. Somebody somebody in chat. When I was talking about Kingdom Hearts 2 being confused, somebody somebody was like, oh, that's on Bless. Bless is just a confused boy. You will not gaslight me into making me think that Kingdom Hearts 2 is a straightforward fucking narrative. All right? Show up and fight me. (laughs) Damn.
3: (laughs) Rudio writes in with the. uh, $5 Super Chat says, Snowbike Mike, I'm excited for your Disney journey today, but how do you guys imagine the Death Stranding 40X experience will be? <laughs> the problem with
1: 40 dx I'm going to come out of the 40X being like 80 years old. <laughs> 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 it's my yeah, fall. I told, you, I
3: told you about the time when I saw Jurassic Park. Fell asleep in the 40X one. No. Uh,
1: yeah, I fell asleep.
3: You can ask JD in the voice. We had a long day. I was really tired, but I fell asleep doing this, right? Woke up. I'm sweating bullets coming out of it. I'm like, we're never doing that again. It's a battle going into that.
0: That's hilarious. You lose time off your life. Yeah, no. The thing about 40X is that it's not as, like, simultaneously is so much more curated than you'd expect. Like, people actually make sure, it's not gimmicky in the sense of, like, they're just throwing fucking everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you watch Avatar Way of Water, you're not getting soaking wet. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just not how the shit goes. It's surprisingly tasteful, (laughs) which is hilarious. (laughs) Surprisingly dry. Uh, But... Because of that, it's not as, like, bespoke as you'd expect. So with Death Stranding thing, I mean, first off, I don't think that'll even make it to 40X. Like, I don't think that, like, that will get that experience. Oh. And even if it did, I don't think that they would do that much, like, cool, crazy stuff, like...
1: I think, I think you're going to add drops of water just dripping on you, and it's going to age you. Like, every single drop oh is going to... Yeah, it's going to do what the timefall does. smart. Yes, um, some smart You're going to have fucking shadows appearing from the ground, so it's like really fucking grabbing water, your, your legs you and then pulling you down. Yep. Um... You're gonna like start coughing up and then like the baby's gonna come out your throat. Yeah, 40X is gonna be wild for Death Stranding.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Prepare
3: for it. We have three more left and then we're getting out of here. Jordan E writes in with the $5 Trooper chat says, Mike, you gotta watch Kingdom Hearts 358 times two days two. Very important for Kingdom very, Hearts 2. Very
2: straightforward lore that you this franchise fucking
3: has. you definitely be confused by even opening Kingdom Hearts 2 without it. Well, I go to my Kingdom Hearts me-
0: guide yeah, and that- I
3: say, Tim. Do I need to watch that?
0: I, I am always a, a firm proponent of release order, not chronological order. Okay. You'll get to 358 over 2. Okay. Not oh, yet. will get to that. Not yet. But it's not time yet. Not yet. Not time yet, y'all. 358 over 2. Don't worry about it. It's
3: okay. a DS game. Okay. okay. You don't need to
0: worry about it yet. You will need to worry about it, though.
1: Wait till you get to Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Oh, man. Final chapter (laughs) prologue. Final chapter prologue. We're we're going to do it all. Get ready. 2.9.
0: Point two, a fragmentary passage. Also,
1: don't forget Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep
0: is essentially like... Birth by Sleep is the most... like Jokes aside, that is Kingdom Hearts 3. Just Kingdom Hearts 0, maybe. Oh, okay. It's a core game.
3: (laughs) Okay. Do you think Janet (laughs) had as much fun as I had in this experience? She seemed to enjoy it, though. Yeah, I think she liked it a lot. Do you think she walks away going, man, like that Ricky and Mickey moment was beautiful? I. Kyrie,
0: from what <laughs> I've from her, I don't <laughs> think there's, there's the level of, of of appreciation that it seems okay. like you have, but it, uh-huh. I do think that she she seems surprised at how into it.
3: Okay, she is. good, good, good. That's great. But that's take I it. can't wait to yeah. see her. going to ask her all about it. Our final two, Zanfair says, "Hey guys, would love to see you guys do a shit list ranking of the Goaty Medleys."
1: Oh, mm. oh, okay, that's fun.
3: And then the final one. Oscar writes in and says, Chain of Memories focuses on two stories, one of Sora and one of Ricky. Okay. Okay, that's great.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to ask. <laughs> okay. Would you I like mean, to know more? I'll tell I, you. I, I, just, I, uh, I play Kingdom Hearts 1, right? Yeah,
3: you play Kingdom Hearts 1. I, it's a beautiful I, I... story.
1: Ricky? Riku,
2: Raikou! Oh! Riku. <laughs> Okay. Like it- <laughs> I didn't this whole time I'm like who is Ricky? Plus you, you got to remember it's the, the the Metal Gear stuff. Oh like he never gives God. people the right names. It's the best.
3: You know, we still don't know where Riku. Chad is. We still don't know where my brother with the other colored hair Where's is. Chad? We don't know about Jenny. At the beginning, really? at, the beginning this, oh, at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the beautiful the, story of you're on this lovely island, and you wake up, and there's Ricky and Kyrie love triangle. We'll tell you all about that later. But then you also look over, there's Chad with the ball. You're playing ball with him. Then there's Jenny. She's just jumping rope. Turns out you got a younger brother, just with different colored hair. What happened to them? What happened? We'll never know. Chat, this has been your super chat. I hope you all had a great day. Can't wait to see you over in the lab. I'm going to continue Kingdom Hearts. We'll see you on that uh, if you're watching on Twitch. Stay here if you're watching on YouTube. New link. And, of course, we'll be back tomorrow with more Kind of Funny Games Daily. Until then, thank you for watching and supporting. Chat is Tetis?